Okay, for the co-main event of the prelims, we've got Ian Heinish versus Nasruddin Imovov in a middleweight bout. Heinish is 14-4 overall, American fighter. He's 32 years old, 5'11", with a 72-inch reach. He's fighting out of factory Muay Thai. As for Nasruddin Imovov, he's 9-3 overall. He's from France, but kind of not from France. He was born in Dagestan, Russia. He goes by the Russian sniper. He's 25 years old. Six for three in height with a 75 and a half inch reach. He trades a fact. He trades an MMA factory. I'm sorry. As for topology, we've got most of the public here on Heinish. 74% of the votes are coming in for Heinish. About a three to one favorite according to the public. I'll make this short and sweet for you guys. Um, you can watch some of the fighters. You can also maybe summarize or conclude a lot of different things about them. As for Heinish, he lost three of his last four fights. So that's not great. He lost to Kevin Gaslam, Amari Ahmedov, and Derek Brunson. All Household names. Like Forrest Gump would say, that's a household name. Anyway, so Gaslam, that loss is, is is the one that actually concerns me the most. It was recent, back in February, and Gaslam just simply out-wrestled Heinish. He just out-wrestled him, brought him to the ground, kept top control, and that was it. Nothing else happened. Super boring fight. Now, Kevin Gaslam's a good wrestler, but Heinish, one of like his... Cornerstones is wrestling, his grappling. He's a strong fighter. He's a he's pretty big on top, meaning like his shoulders are broad. He's got some muscles there. Down low, it's not not that he has skinny legs, but most of his like let's say his power is on top. He's built that way. It's like almost like top heavy, but that would suggest he's got skinny legs. Like that's not the case. I'm just saying his build suggests his powers in his chest and his shoulders. So you could see him being a good wrestler. That would make sense. But he got so out-wrestled by Kevin Gaslam. Now, could that be a factor here? Could the Dagestani slash Frenchy slash Russian sniper come in here and, like, grapple him up against the fence and control time to win a round, maybe that method? You know, look, he lost the fight against Kevin Gaslam, lost by wrestling. Let's move back one fight. He lost to Gerald Mearshat 2020, about a year ago, June, overhand right, I'm sorry, that's completely wrong. He won. He actually knocked out Gerald Mirashat. My bad on that. Um, as for that fight, I would just say that fight, kind of put that away. I like Gerald Mirashat. He's an amazing BJJ guy, great grappler. He has absolutely no chin, okay? If if he gets hit by anything, he's getting knocked out. And that fight, he got hit by something from Ian Heinish. He got knocked out. Prior fight, Amari Akhmedov. He loses that fight by decision. And then prior fight, Derek Brunson by decision. That shows me that Ian Heinish is durable, all right? He's not getting knocked out. So all of his recent losses, right, against Kevin Gaslam, Amari Akhmedov, Derek Brunson, go back to 2017. He loses by a triangle choke against Marcus Perez. So dude is durable. He's not getting KO'd. He's never been TKO'd or KO'd. He got submitted one time, and then from there he lost three of his last four fights by decision. But here's my concern. I think we're seeing now the level of Ian Heinish. Good guy. Recently moved. He now lives next to where his camp is at. Probably having one of the best camps he's ever had. Like, if you like Ian Heinish, you're saying, hey, he's got, he's got stability now. He's got everything at home settled down. He's He bought a new house. He's next to the gym where he's training. You know, his, it's his best training environment possible. But I would argue that the best version of Ian Heinish is still going to be losing to Kevin Gaslam. Still going to lose to Mario Madoff. Still, still lose to Derek Brunson, okay? And and those weren't split decision losses. They were clear losses. So what I'm saying to you is there's a ceil ceiling here on where Ian Heinrich will be at, okay? 
I think we've sort of seen the ceiling. He's one and three in his last four fights for a reason. That's not by mistake. It wasn't fluky. He didn't get knocked out in 30 seconds. He lost a fight that went the full distance on all those three fights. Okay, so as for Nasruddin Imovov, I'm probably making him sound like a world beater, right? I'm not saying that. He lost a majority fight or majority decision to Phil Hawes. That was a close, close loss. Now, Phil Hawes, here's, here's, the, here's the deal with him. If you crack him, hit him in the chin, that's the cleanest, easiest path to victory for him. Just knock him out, clean his clock. Otherwise, he has some brute strength and some pretty decent cardio. Not great cardio, but decent enough. Like his athletic talent alone, you could see it on him. The dude's built. A Greek goddess. Amazing. Great athletic talent. So he wins a majority decision here over Imabov. Like, I would, I would even argue that I think Phil Hawes or Imabov on their best day could beat Ian Heinish. You know what I mean? So in that fight, they went toe-to-toe. He loses by a split decision. Prior to that, Imabov was like, you know, ripping off wins. Jordan Williams, Jonathan Munir, Mataz. I'm going to stop it there because now we get to no names you don't even know about. So look, here, here's what I'm thinking in this fight. If you want to be smart and actually know what you're doing here and say, oh, I, I know for sure Ian Heinz will win, then put the money on him. Go for it. If you're not sure, stay away from the fight altogether. I think this fight right here is, is definitely a pick him. It's priced right. I don't see any prop bets that I love. Or no, that's not true. I would say it goes a distance. I think the fight goes a distance. I think they're both going to you know, even themselves out. First round, take their time, give themselves some space. You know, first round is probably going to be a very touch and feel round. Nothing too crazy. Now, if whoever gets the takedown in round one, I would say that person's probably in a strong spot to win the fight because every round is going to matter. So let's say Ian Heinish gets a takedown in round one. Like half of the round, takedown, has top control for like 45 seconds to a minute and a half or whatever, somewhere in that range. That person probably wins round one, and that person is going to be like a strong favorite to win the fight. This will be like a points-based fight. Because, look, otherwise, what are we talking about here? Look at Imovov. He's got a bunch of, like, wins by decision or choke or, like, you know, like, again, lower-level fighters. You know what I mean? And when he loses, too, it tends to be by decision. He lost the last fight by decision. The prior fight he won by decision. The prior fight he won by rear one, uh, round one, I'm sorry, knockout against, again, some lower-level opponent. Here's my point. These guys are very equally matched. This should be a decent fight. My one concern, though, for Ian Heinish is, like, his wrestling is not that good. And that should be a cornerstone of what he's doing. Like, that last fight, and it's, I know it's recency bias. And I also want to give a shout-out here. Let me just make sure I get off my chest here. My man, MMA Lawton. If you're not watching M-M-A-L-O-T-N, this dude, his name is Manpreet, like his real-life name. But just YouTube it or search him up. He offers not only great MMA advice and great handicapping advice. I don't claim to be a handicapper. This is MMA Fight Club. We just produce shows, you know, information. We're not handicappers. We're not professional bettors by any means. We place bets. We do stuff. We we win. We lose. You know, we probably lose too much. Um, but MMA Lawton, that dude is professional at this. Like he knows what he's doing. Follow him. He's got a Patreon account. He's got like insider information. The dude knows what he's talking about. And he's big on Heinrich this week. And that's messing me up big time because um, I don't see it. When I watched it, I, I saw this as being like either a like stay away altogether. You can't be sure. 
or just maybe put a, something on the dog, which is Imavov. And the more that I thought to myself, man, you know, losing is a habit, right? That's a, that's a, it's a cliche. I know it's a cliche phrase and people say all the time, but like losing is a habit, but it kind of is. Like Ian Hunnish has lost three of his last four fights. You know, whereas Imavov is coming in here where he's lost one of his last, like, seven fights. Like, you know, he's like six or six or seven and one his last, like, eight fights. So, you know, I think I think Imavov comes in here and, and, like, that Russian Dagestani blood, that Dagestani soil that he was born on. And, like, you know, he invokes that Dagestani knuckle gang. And he probably never, ever trained with be, but, like, something will happen where he'll wrestle Ian Heinrich to the ground and then get the wrestling advantage. And it'll just make some ugly cheap three round decision um nothing crazy neither guy has a great power in their hands and they both know that that one pat i would say this look how about this they both don't have super duper knockout power they would like to knock each other out right but they also both know that one of the paths to victory is going to be grappling and wrestling that's gonna they know that that's on the table that's not like i'm not i'm not the only one who knows that everyone knows that actually and they know that too Whoever wins the grappling time and the and the control time wins the fight, and they both kind of live in that area anyway. That's part of their milieu, you know. That's that's their environment. So this is kind of an easy fight from that perspective. They're gonna grapple, ugly, give distance first round, you know, feel each other out, no pressure, no belt on the line. And for Ian Heinish, like, you probably should be fighting on the main cards. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not trying to disrespect him, but like Ian Heinish has been on the block. Like we've all we all know his name, and he's fighting on a prelim for UFC Vegas. Like, ugh, man, how how quickly is his stock sliding? I think Nasir Imovov is set up here to win the fight. I think they're giving this fight to Imovov to show that he's the one who could be going this way. Whereas for Ian Heinish, this might be like I don't want to say that because you know what? That's that's not me. I don't want to say that about Ian because I like the dude. But I would just say this is a signal or possible signal that if he loses a fight, that, you know, his days in the UFC are numbered. Like, we're, you know, he, he should win the fight. If, if, you, if you believe in Ian Heinish and you think he should win the fight, you're probably thinking about experience. You know, the last three losses were against really good opponents and that, um, you know, Imovov never fought that level of competition and, and Ian Heinish got his new house. He's settled. He's all good. And, like, he's ready to go. And I get that. I agree with a lot of that. But man, losing's a habit. And you got a younger fighter here at 25 years old, seven year difference coming in here. Freaking, if you're if you're from Dagestan, you get like plus two from me. Not plus one. Plus two. That's it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna mess with those Dagestani guys or Russian guys. Like Sergei Morozov the other day or last weekend, I messed around and picked against him. Like I went with Taha. Like, what was I thinking? Like the Eastern European Russian fighters, like Plus two for them. Like, like they say, minus two for someone, plus two for them. So, bottom line is we're on. Emo off to win the fight. Not going to bet it straight up. <laughs> going to probably put a sprinkle on Emo off, like maybe like a like a quarter unit, half unit to, to, to win on the money line. I will not parlay it. I have no prop bets to offer here. But there's a lot of line here for Ian Heinish. And I think this is going to be, uh, you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be like, you know, shit will get off the pot here for him. So we'll see what happens. So breakdown. Good luck with this fight, guys. It's going to be a close one.